Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is geothermal heating. What's the deal with it? Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. So geothermal heating, I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a product that people use to heat their home. And we use the the energy or the heat in the earth to heat the home. And for a while, this system was really popular. We did quite a few of these, but lately not so much. And I'll explain why. So what I'd like to do in this podcast is talk a little bit about what geothermal heating and cooling is and how it works and then explain why people aren't using it right now. And uh, I think it'll give you some pretty good awareness of it. It certainly still has its applications. In some situations, it's still a good option, but it is uh, an option that is expensive. And uh, unfortunately right now, the payback is not really where it needs to be. So as far as geothermal heating and cooling, basically the way the system works is there's two different kinds of systems. And basically what they do is they put tubes into the ground. And the idea behind it is that the ground is always constantly around 60 degrees. And it's a heat pump system. So what you're going to do is you're going to take and run water through these tubes and then bring that into your home. And then you also have a air handler or a furnace basically that will push that through so those there's heating coils inside the furnace and you take that air and you blow it up against these tubes that are 60 degrees and now instead of going from let's say it's zero out instead of going from zero to 70 you're now only taking the temperature from 60 to 70 so the idea behind it is you're using a lot less energy because the ground is always going to be that constant temperature and then the same for cooling when you're going to cool the home, the ground again is 60 degrees in the summer or the winter. So if it's 80 out or 90 out, you know, you've already got 60 degree temperatures that you can pull from. And now, you know, you really for cooling is very easy because you're not going to cool your house to 60 degrees. Now there's two different systems. So when you put in a geothermal system, you can have what's called a vertical loop and a horizontal loop. A vertical loop, they're going to put a well into the ground with these pipes and they're gonna go into the ground probably about 150 feet. And the idea behind it then is you just have this full loop and you need a certain amount of length of this loop just to get you know enough water into the system and get it moving and things like that. So you, know, you can do the vertical system. That is a bit more of an expensive system but it works on almost any lot. So if you have a city lot that you are building on and you don't have a lot of space, you can put that vertical system in. It's just one penetration in the ground. You certainly should have some space somewhere for that. And you have that system you know, installed into your, your home. Now, if you have a bigger lot, like let's say a two acre lot, then you would most likely do a horizontal system. Horizontal system, basically what they're gonna do is they're gonna dig these trenches and put the the system in horizontally and 
it's a lot cheaper to put that system in, probably about $4,000 cheaper than a traditional vertical loop system. So there is some savings there, but you do have to take up a pretty good sized chunk of your yard to do that. So you need probably at least an acre, if not more, to really effectively pull that off. And you don't want to build anything over that system. And those tubes are going to go into the ground probably about eight feet or so, six to eight feet. And again, once you get down below that frost line, that ground is going to have that constant temperature and it's going to allow you to heat and cool your home. Now with this system, assuming you don't have like a gas fireplace, you could actually build a home and not even have natural gas. And this is where the savings comes in because one, you don't have a gas meter anymore. Two, you know, so you have to pay just for that gas meter, but then two, you're just not using any natural gas. So you're saving money. Now you do need to use electric to run the pump. And one of the other disadvantages of a geothermal system is if you want to change the temperature constantly, it's not a great system for that because you're constantly, you know, pulling from the earth. So you have to actually change the whole flow of the system and it takes a while for that thing to kick in. So that's the disadvantage of a geothermal system is it's going to take more time to adjust to temperature changes. So the idea behind a geothermal system is very simple. You set it and you forget it. Like if you want to keep your house two or three degrees warmer than a normal, you know, conventional forced air system, go for it because it's, it actually takes more energy to adjust that temperature on a geothermal system. So if you normally set your house at 68 in the winter because you're frugal and you really want to keep it at 72, well, with the geothermal system, set it at 72 and it'll stay that way. The hard part is when you get into the change of seasons, especially in the climate that I'm in here in Wisconsin, when the seasons change, you know, the temperature can fluctuate. So sometimes it's really cold out and then all of a sudden the middle of the day, it's getting, you know, maybe 50 out or something. And then all of a sudden it gets back down to freezing temperatures or below freezing. That system is going to need to take a while to kick in. So you don't want to be adjusting the temperature. You don't program a thermostat to go up and down. You just leave it where you want it. And that's a very good thing for the house. If you can keep your house consistently the same temperature, that's actually better for the woodwork. It's better for the drywall. It keeps the, the humidity level the same in the house constantly. And that is a lot better situation for the home. When you're taking the temperature up and down and up and down again, it is very hard on your you know, components in the home and that can cause settling and cracks and all sorts of things. So I've kind of explained the benefits of the system. You can cut out your gas bill and you can save money with that system. But the problem is right now in 2019, the way things are with gas prices and everything else and electric prices, the payoff on the system is around 30 years. So if you're gonna live in that home for sure for 30, 40 years, this is your dream home, forever home, it certainly will work. Or if you're in a situation where you're out in a rural area and you have you know, LP gas, LP gas is a lot more expensive to run, the geothermal system might be a good option because that's gonna cut the pay down probably a good five, six, maybe even seven years. And now it's not so bad. So back you know, in the Obama era of government, they were doing a lot of incentives for energy efficient building and homes. And so the geothermal system was pretty popular. And the reason it was popular was that there was a very big tax credit. You could credit about 50% 
of the cost of that geothermal system onto your tax bill. And so a lot of people were putting these in because with the high gas costs at the time, remember, you know, fuel at the pump, your gas was over $4 a gallon during that time. And natural gas to your home was very expensive. The payoff was between five and seven years, especially if you had a horizontal system. So a lot of people went with the geothermal. It was a good investment during the time. And that payback, a lot of those people actually, if they did it early, they got the payback, you know, as, as long as they use a tax credit. But now the tax credit's gone. Now the, you know, gas prices have also declined. Electric costs have actually went up. The payback on the system has changed drastically. And we're seeing a lot less people use it. Now, the geothermal system is very green because you are not using natural gas. And uh, if, you, if you really want a green build, that is certainly a very viable option still. It's just the payback is, is not where you know, it was back in the day. It is an expensive system, but it's very durable. I mean, what's going to happen to your pipes in the ground? Nothing. They're built into the ground. They're protected by the earth. So as long as you don't have somebody come in and dig up your entire backyard, your geothermal system is going to be just fine. So it's long lasting, it's durable, it's, um, it's very efficient, and it also keeps a very steady climate. So those are the advantages. The disadvantages are they're costly. There aren't really any rebates. The payback is a lot longer than it used to be. So if you have one of those odd situations where you're out in a rural area and you've got to put LP in, LP to heat your home, that would definitely still be an option for you. Or if you really want a green home, maybe you want to achieve net zero, you could put in a geothermal system, put in some solar, and put in a lot of insulation in your home. You could have a net zero home where you're actually not even you know, using energy anymore. You are maybe even giving energy back to the system. And certainly that is something to consider if that's of interest to you. It's just going to be a lot of investment. And then the last sort of anecdote on geothermal systems that I'm going to add in for you is that geothermal systems, uh, it's hard to get an appraisal on those. So, you know, typically if you're going to put something like that in, you've got to pay out of pocket for that, meaning you can't necessarily put that all on your mortgage and have that at a 5% down payment. You know, that's something that you're going to have to bring in extra dollars for because there isn't a big track record for geothermal systems on what's available in the market and, and what's what it's sold for. So those do have challenges for the appraisal market as well. So if you're already tight on your financing and you want to add this system in, it's probably going to push you over the edge. Uh, if, you, if you're putting a lot of money down or paying a good portion of cash, it won't be an issue. So those are some of the reasons why geothermal systems haven't been as common lately and why not everyone is putting them in. But it certainly is still a viable option in some cases and can certainly save you some money. And if natural gas prices tend to shoot up in the next few years, that investment and the payoff on it can change drastically. So just be aware of that, that it's an ever-changing amount. It's a moving target. It's always hard to calculate exactly how much you're going to save on it. But it is a neat system. I put in a lot of them. And in certain circumstances, they work fantastic. So now you know a little bit more about geothermal systems and, of course, if you guys have enjoyed this podcast and want to continue to support the channel, which we really appreciate all the strong support, I ask you to make sure that you have subscribed to The Home Building Hero. Simply go to wherever you're listening to your podcast, search for Home Building Hero, three words, and hit subscribe. It's that simple, and you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. Plus, if you really want to help me out, I'm asking a favor. 
please give our episodes a five-star rating. That helps more people find the program and learn great information about building, buying, and designing their next home. And last but not least, if you want to get more information or check on some of the other episodes that we've dropped, you can also go to our website, homebuildinghero.com. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning into the Home Building Hero today. I appreciate your strong support and we'll talk to you guys very soon.